Hey, hey, we are kicking off another season, and this is episode one of season six of the Simplify and Multiply show, and this season is all about how beliefs shape your business. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show, hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply Show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. I have a big announcement that's perfectly timed for the kickoff of season six, which is all about how beliefs shape your business. But I'll get to that in a minute. First, I want to introduce this season's theme and tell you what you can expect in the next 12 episodes of the Simplify and Multiply show. More and more people are embracing mindset as the key to attaining success, fulfillment, and happiness in business and in life. As a solopreneur, you'll probably agree that success is more likely when you start with the right mindset. Now, being in action is important as it's how we do our work and function in our solopreneur practices. However, if our mindset is not driving the actions we're taking, we're going to be working a lot harder to achieve even the most mediocre results. (laughs) And who wants that? You know, I've been a student of personal growth and self-examination pretty much my entire adult life. And a key belief that I've fully adopted is this. What I believe is what creates and attracts my experiences. For example, if I believe that I'm not good at sales, I will struggle making sales or have any success converting prospects into clients in my business. If I believe that I can only make, let's say, I don't know, 150,000 a year in gross revenue from my business, I'll never exceed that amount and only have incremental upticks year over year. If I believe that there are better business creatives out there who charge less and do more than I do, I will attract the bottom of the barrel in clients who demand the world and balk at paying my fees. If I believe that I am in a crowded, competitive industry that forces me to lower my rates in order to get any work, I will always be working long hours and super hard to earn enough money to survive. If I can get on a consult call with a prospect and believe that they can't afford what I have to offer them, I won't close that prospect and I'll probably spend an hour giving away free consulting. Now, not that I ever wanted to build a large, full-service advertising agency, but a belief I held for a long time was that I'm not a good manager and I can't find good people who can deliver the level of quality I demand for my clients. Now, as a result of that belief, I've had to create scale through technology, not people, so I could grow and still be, as Paul Jarvis calls it, a company of one. And my big announcement, by the way, has everything to do with taking that scale to a whole new level this year. (laughs) So hang tight. (laughs) I I keep giving you all these little teasers. (laughs) 
You know, at one point or another, I've held these beliefs in the 14 years I've been in business as a solopreneur. Have you had any of these beliefs in your solopreneur business? If you have, what have your experiences been? What repetitive cycles do you find yourself stuck in year after year? Well, this season, we're going to be addressing beliefs and how they impact your solopreneur business. I'm going to give you a little right now, and over the course of this season, I'll be building on this theme as I talk with each guest. You know, I came to this understanding or belief, if you will, that I'm about to share with you as a result of decades of reading like nonfiction books, self-help books, uh, books on cognitive psychology, appreciative inquiry, which is a really cool topic if you're not familiar with it. Um, let's see what else. Neuroscience, uh, spirituality. I'm very into spirituality books. And of course, within spirituality, we have a law of attraction. I've also attended personal enrichment seminars. I've done landmark education work, and I've even gotten certified as a life coach. So are you ready for it? <laughs> here it is. <laughs> I feel like there should be some dramatic music here. A belief is just a thought. It's not permanent. It's not attached to your identity. What makes it a belief is that it's a thought you agree with, you hold as the truth, and you keep thinking it over and over again. In other words, you bought into that hook, line, and sinker. So that's really all a belief is. It's a thought you agree with, accept as truth, and reinforce through repetitive thought. Now, I won't get into the nuances of it in this episode because I'll be expanding on this distinction throughout the season with my guests. Suffice to say, beliefs are just thoughts. And if they're just thoughts, well, you can choose a different thought, right? You can change them. And of course you can. The first step is an awareness that they're just thoughts you keep agreeing with and hold as truth. And if you examine any belief you hold, you can trace it back to an original experience that may have been created when you were very young, such as something a parent told you, a teacher told you, a friend or a sibling said to you, or even society. Or most importantly, something you adopted as truth based on an experience that just didn't make sense, such as I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy of love or money or kindness. Now, this is a powerful distinction that will change your life. Seriously, it's changed mine for the better, and I assess my thoughts daily now that I know this is how it works. It's the key to breaking free of limiting beliefs and mindsets that keep you playing small and repeating patterns of failure or breakdowns in your business and in your life. Now, here's something else that I learned from reading Abraham Hicks' teachings and attending their events. Your emotions are directly tied to what you're thinking. I know that sounds weird, but try this. The next time you feel any notable emotion, positive or negative, stop and examine what you're thinking in that exact moment. If you're feeling a positive emotion, what you're thinking supports your passion and it is in alignment with what you want for your life and for those you love. Now, on the other hand, if you're feeling a negative emotion, what you're thinking in that moment contradicts or diminishes who you are and the perfection of your being and does not align with what you want for your life and for those you love. That's the beauty of emotions. You can use them as indicators for what you're thinking. And then you can stop <laughs> thinking that thought if it's not something that makes you feel good and choose a different thought. It's so powerful. 
So now that you know you can choose a different thought by simply choosing a different thought, you'll feel better, right? So why don't you just try it and see how it works? Now, these simple yet powerful distinctions I've learned will help you redirect your business outcomes, how you feel about your work, and how your business supports what you're up to in the world and with those you love. The right mindset, which is comprised of the beliefs you hold consciously or unconsciously, is crucial to success in business. It's at the heart of what will make your marketing, sales, and how you serve your clients drive profitability, joy, and professional growth which, by the way, will pour over to enrich your personal life as each are intertwined in what I like to call your total life experience. Now for the big announcement. Thank you for waiting. (laughs) So instead of spritzing these insights here and there in a video or a podcast episode, blog post or social media or whatever, I've decided to thoughtfully create a home for everything I have come to know up to this point that can help you, my fellow solopreneur, succeed in your business and hopefully your life. And since I have like the coolest last name on the planet, Pappy, (laughs) thank you, Dad, (laughs) I had to incorporate it into naming this new home because it's all me and what I'm most passionate about, which is freedom. The official name of this new home is, drumroll, Pappy Club. Yeah, simple. I know I'm a bit silly, but here's the deal. If you're a solopreneur, whether you're just starting out or in the ninth inning of your solopreneur business, I am here as a resource for you. Instead of telling you what's inside of Pappy Club and what you get as a member, I want to share in brief the Pappy Club Manifesto, which states seven characteristics for solopreneur happiness. Pappy Club believes that every solopreneur deserves one to have creative autonomy fulfilling their dreams. Two, to be nourished within a community of other solopreneurs. Three, to have access to reliable expert resources and support. Four, to be confident about their business and income. Five, to be known, understood, and appreciated for who they are and how they serve others. Six, to have clarity around their business, marketing, and operations. And seven, to be happy with their progress, yet hunger for more. Everything inside Pappy Club caters to helping solopreneurs be as successful as possible. From this Simplify and Multiply podcast to how I coach my solopreneur clients to what I'm building in this new home that you are invited to be part of, is all designed to uphold the Pappy Club Manifesto's seven characteristics for solopreneur happiness. You know, Pappy Club is the place to be if you want to infuse your solopreneur life with fun, inspiration, creativity, and profitability. And this podcast is an integral part of the Pappy Club universe. Over the coming weeks and months, I'll be sharing more and more about Pappy Club and how you can become an important member of this exciting new home for solopreneurs on the rise. So please stay tuned. I'm really looking forward to sharing this How Beliefs Shape Your Business season with you and looking forward to hearing from you on how each episode helps you improve the outcomes and experience you're having in your business and your life. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. 
You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.